three, two, one. Hello, welcome to Lion City Rock, the only podcast about Singapore's pop music scene that has the words Lion, City, and Rock. You won't find any other podcast like this, folks. In that uh, order. <laughs> yeah, in that order. In that yeah. <laughs> yeah, my name is Chris, and with me is my partner in crime, as usual, uh, Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. Ciao. Hey, okay. Can, I'm going to see whether I can raise your volume up a bit. You're a bit soft now. Yeah, can you raise your volume up? Yeah, yeah. Is it better now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, better. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, so how have you been? <laughs> these, well, these past few days. Past few days, you know, basically, again, um, doing all the the stuff related to all the, the shit I'm throwing on the walls in the next mm. uh, couple of months. Mm, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so like with the, you know, Pat is doing the the mixes now. <laughs> okay, for all the new, for all the new stuff. So okay, yeah, yeah, so hope, at least for the first EP, uh, should be out in first uh, September. Oh, okay, uh, cool. The Watchman, cool. the Watchman Alpha. So that's four tracks. Right, right, right. But of course, uh, yeah. So then the follow up is in two months after that which is the Watchmen Omega, so that's in November. So in between, you have the the Y1 and Only remixes, and mm, okay. then we have the For Christmas in October. <laughs> Christmas right, song right, in right. October, okay. oh my God, yeah. yeah. And then that's just for my, my own, under my own name. So like, there's just still another Rondo Vitale EP also coming up. Right, single, right. So yeah. So there are all these things. Okay. So it's a whole bunch of sure. stuff coming out from your end. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I'm still uh, trying to push push the AI art thing lah. So ah, I've been okay, re- okay, I've okay. been reaching reaching out to various <laughs> um influences. Um, so a couple lah. I actually reached out mm-hmm. to a few to see whether they'd be interested to do what we, nowadays. You know, they call it collab. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I call it an AI collab. So the idea is for them to uh, send me photographs of themselves mm-hmm. and then let me know what they would like to see me come up with with the generative AI. So like remixing remixing the image. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. So yeah. So so far I think I mean there are three of them who are interested, but it's like I think they're quite busy. So it's like right, trying right. to Right. Oh, okay. That's that's the other thing that I'm trying really hard to kind of get off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I I just want to apologize first if I sound a little bit off today because I've been taking a lot of uh, happy pills. Ah. Uh, well, no. <laughs> uh, to to get rid of the pain in my mouth. Oh. Uh yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been I've been uh I have become comfortably numb, as they say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh but okay, so today. Um, we're we're gonna do another anniversary album special. Mm. This album was actually released. This will be what thirtieth thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, thirtieth anniversary. Thirtieth anniversary of this album called New School Rock Three. Yep. Yes. Yeah. This album was originally uh, released back in nineteen ninety three, January nineteen ninety three, right? Together with yeah, yeah. Together with um, Big O Magazine. 
Yes. Yeah, and, and Big O Magazine, I mean, over from, I think it was like two years prior, they started coming out with these like CD releases. Yes. For correct. their uh, like anniversary. Yeah, anniversary. I mean, it, 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 it was, I think it was, it was an in thing back then uh, for magazines yeah, to, get, to have. Yeah, for magazines to give you a, a, a CD sampler and yes, stuff like that. It was, it was, so uh, a lot of the British was magazines doing it, yeah. were doing that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, everybody was doing like it. Mojo. Uh, Empire, uncut. even uh, Uncut, Enemy, yeah. um, yeah. a whole bunch, a whole bunch of those. Everybody was doing it. Everybody was doing CD. it. Yeah. And 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 that was also because CDs were still kind of fairly new, and they were yes, fairly expensive. That's right. Yes, so and expensive. Really, that's right. People really wanted because you get a magazine for only like I mean, say say a UK magazine, you, you pay like what ten bucks or whatever it is, or eight something. About there. Eight dollars to ten dollars, you can get a magazine like a Rolling Stone or or or, or uh, NME or whatever, and yes. it comes with a free CD, you know. And then free CD, I mean, a CDs outside in the market will be like 20, 20, 20 plus bucks or whatever. Yes, correct. Right, something like that, if I'm not wrong. Yes. And then, uh, so you pay like eight dollars, you get a free so, yeah. sample CD of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, good so deal. various good artists. Deal. It's such a good deal. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, don't forget that this. It was back in the day when, of course, music discovery is literally you need to buy stuff, right? Mm, you have to spend mm. money. Not like you, like nowadays, I plumb my $10 and I can listen to anything on yeah, Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. $10, wow. Yeah. 10 bucks. Like, they even buy you a CD back in those days. Right? Yeah, man. The $10, yeah. And the $10 now is worth like five back then. Five? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Plus a yeah. Thing. yeah. Our $10 now worth what? Cannot buy anything, you know, ten dollars now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So not, it gives you all that, the all the music right. in the world, you know, history. Yeah. Nowadays. So so what I'm trying to say back then, music discovery is through things like this. You go, oh, oh, look at it, get the sampler, then you like listen to mm. new stuff. Yeah. Right. So it's a totally different it world. Like, an, yeah, and it was very, very uh I don't know about I don't know about you, but for me and my friends, right? You know, whenever we get one of these CDs and all that, because most of the time these CDs are all compilation samplers, um, yeah. so you get like a, you know a whole bunch of. At that point in time, I guess it would be like in, like the the name the i the it the it crowd la, of of bands yeah. and music and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and it's all across the genres. So you get like you can get a metal band with an alternative rock band with a you know a dream pop. With a synth pop band, all in the same thing. So you really discover, mm. you know, yep. so many different styles of music. All correct, in that correct, one CD. correct. Yeah. And if any of them, you know, picks your fancy, then you can just, yeah. uh, you can just, you know. Uh, and, and 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 that description that you just described is actually spot on for the new Squirrel piece, mm. right? Yeah, because yeah. it's a mixture of different genres. Yeah. And it was meant to introduce you know fans and listeners to singapore music mm, across, right? the, so the, across the different styles and yeah stuff, you know? yeah yeah because the whole idea is to because of course back then uh the layman or the person in the street in singapore right would basically think that they're basically general belief that uh oh, singapore band now nah, lousy la, cannot do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They never right? so they, that was a prevalent yeah that was a prevalent yeah. thinking right I think so yeah. this is also partly to show that no, 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 that is a misconception. Yeah. So, we, we so, have many bands who can write music and stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah, and I think we mentioned in a very pre, uh, in an old episode that <laughs> old, <laughs> one year already. Um, 
we, we mentioned an episode about uh, uh we did comp- uh, an episode about compilations that uh, this this new school yeah. of thing started in 1991 with yeah. a small like what they used to call MCD or or mini CD or, or which is six tracks only. Um, yeah. I mean nowadays it's I mean I guess EP la would be the better name for it. <laughs> so and that one had Hot Fellows with two tracks. Um, who were the other guys? Corporate Toil, two tracks. OP, OP. Opposition Party, yeah, OP, yeah. two tracks. Um, the following year, um, Big O decided to, to do a bigger, a bigger project. And in order mm. to do that, what they did was they held a Battle of the Bands kind of competition. They yeah. called it the Commitments slash New School Rock competition. Yeah. Commitments yeah. because at that point in time, the, the movie, The Commitments, which was a movie about an Irish Yellow. band. Uh, forming in the streets of Dublin kind of thing um, yeah. was out and it was very big so they, they called it Commitment Slash New School Rock um, yeah, also probably got some money for, for it but I mean it was, it was sponsored by cross, by, by cross Divide, promo. right or something yeah, like that. yeah. probably and, a cross promo thing yeah. yeah so so they had they had a they had this big competition and, and my band was part of that uh, competition as well and the top three winners the joint, joint, joint three winners got to record two, two cuts on the next New School Rock album. So mm. we were quite uh, like, wow, okay, so we're going to be like, you know, there'll be three of us in the thing. But we, did, we didn't realize that um, there were actually going to be not just three of us, but also another 12 more bands <laughs> being featured in the whole thing. So I think that was a, that was a big jump uh, because there were about 18 tracks, if I'm not wrong, uh, on New yes. School Rock 2. Yeah. Which included uh, not, not only my band AWOL, but the, the other two winners, which were uh, Shades and uh, Fish on Friday, as yep. well as uh, at that point in time, the, the roster of the day uh, yep. No Names, Padres, uh, Stomping, Ground. Stomping Ground, you know, Isa, and all those other yep. guys. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was also re- that was released in what, Jan? 92. La. 92? Yeah. Mm. For, so for the January issue of Big O, they will put these things out. Man. Yeah. And then, uh, and that, that one, that, I mean, uh, if they were looking for a way to get the, the word out that there were bands in Singapore and all that, I think, I think that, that CD helped to do the trick because yeah. that was like reported and yeah. covered in, in, yeah. in the mainstream media as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was a buzz. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. So obviously, with the I guess with the success of those two CDs, they were like, okay, let's do another one for yeah for the following year. Uh, again, sponsored by I think Levi's as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So New School Rock Three and and the Sun featured your, your you you right Kevin you were was yeah, this, yeah. the Watchmen Watchmen right Watchmen yeah Watchmen mm, contributing uh two tracks to this one as well, but yeah. uh. But I mean, okay. So for us, we we got into the thing because of a band competition and stuff. But what was mm. your how how did you get involved with this uh, new school rock CD? Well, mm. I guess guess I was just invited by the big old guys. I mean, that's that's short, the short, long and short of it. Um, mm. so basically, by because my first contact with them was nineteen ninety, I think. Mm-hmm. After after reading the Chris Ho's Pop Life. Article about the odd fellows, mm. right? So that kind of hey, there's something happening here. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was the first time I was like, I realized that you know Big O existed. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. you know, because don't forget that I'm already like, back then I was already in my 30s. So it's, okay. I'm a bit out of it, right? To certain extent. Right. Right. So that kind of gave me some info that wasn't available to me before. So then I went to go and look for Big O and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then I then I submitted uh, uh, demos and stuff right. like that. And right. then that's how my relationship with the Big O guys began. Uh, Right, okay. so then I think by '92 I started writing for them as well. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So basically, then the the you know I know them, they know me. You know how it works, lah. This guy. Right, right, right. Yeah, lah. So yeah. it's networking. It's who you know? <laughs> yeah, it's who you know. I mean, that's a yeah, fact, yeah. right? That's a fact. Yeah. Especially in Singapore. Um. Then um. Yeah, lah. So then they 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 approached me, lah. So you know they approached me to say, oh. Hey, do you want to do? And of course, I wanted to, obviously, right? Because mm. especially after how much buzz there was over uh, New School Rock Two. But this was before you even, um, because your 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 album Democracy was released later in the same year. But, yeah. So this was like, um, were you already putting together Democracy? And no. All that? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. Everything happened very fast in '93, after mm. uh, after New School Rock Three. Like. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. And then at the end of '92, when they approached me, it was uh, it was I was just putting out all these demos. I had three demo cassettes. Right. 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 Okay. Uh, and that was it, lah. So then oh, they approached okay. me about that, right. and then you know, that's that's basically how it's <laughs> just basically the problem. Because it was basically, I think. For for new school out three, there was no competition, nothing of like that. Yeah, so that's just, what I thought. That's just on thought. invitation. Yeah, just on invitation. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I, if I remember correctly, the one the following year there was a, a competition. If I'm not wrong, for new school out four. Was I it? Think. If I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, I can't remember. Really? I can't remember that far back, but huh. but I believe it was because we were like, oh. Yeah, I mean, if I you think, think about it carefully, all these things that were done basically mm-hmm. would influence, well, I wouldn't say rip-off, la, although that's probably the right word to you, by babies later on, la, with their, all their budding bands and all that. So where do you think mm-hmm. they got the idea idea from? Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah so, so, so for this new school, Rock 3, um, I mean, I hadn't heard this album in... in yeah, decades, huh? <laughs> maybe <laughs> ever since, ever since, probably ever since it came out or whatever it is. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was just listening to it again, and it struck me that you know, you know what what's the thing called a uh, what memory bias is it, or something like that, where where you you, <laughs> yeah. you remember things a certain way and you yeah. your entire time you always think it's that way, but then actually the 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 truth is it's what, not, it's not, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so for yeah. the longest time... Idealization, for, for, uh, idealization. Right, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for the longest... certain memories, yes. Yeah. So for, 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 for the longest time, I kept thinking that New School Rock 3 was the heavy, the heavy uh, album. Meaning, my memory of it was like, every band in there was all just very, very heavy, very hardcore. Uh, for some reason, I, I have no idea why, right? And uh, I just yeah. kept thinking all the songs are actually very hardcore, which is why I probably haven't hadn't gone back to it, you know, in mm. all these years because you know, not not it's not exactly my bag of tea if I want to hear a, a compilation of like slightly heavier stuff and all that. But uh, when I started, 
actually listening to it again for, for this uh, podcast. I was actually quite surprised by how, how wrong I was uh, and, and mm. in terms of the style and actually, you know, the, the kinds of music that, were pop, that, that was put inside here. Very, very, it's a lot more experimental and a lot more yeah. uh, diverse than, than even New School Rock yeah. 2. Yeah, very eclectic. Yeah, this is very ah, eclectic. Uh, it's quite an in- interesting compilation, actually. Mm, mm. Quite a lot of different styles, but it's still very um, representative of the, the era. La. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very representative, but, but it has a very wide canvas, you know. Yeah, but which I, think, is, I mean, you know, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, also because, like, for New School Rock 2, right? Like, a lot of the times when you listen to it, right, like just the production value of that new school rock two versus this one. This one is actually much better to me in terms yeah. of in terms of how it was recorded, the way it was produced and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, because new school rock two really like, a lot of it is like it sounds like we just <laughs> went to the studio to do a demo <laughs> and then we just put all the demos together. For a lot of the songs, mm. they do sound a bit like that because there was no thought to. Add, um, Actual like you know yeah. cohesion or, or coordination between the bands and the tracks and even the whole yeah. production of the album. I think it was just like whatever we can do, we just put it yeah. inside there. And I think also, I think also for New Square Up Two, there was more of a kind of a pop bias to some yeah, extent. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, it's very, very yeah. So I think the idea was other. because I mean it's only natural because uh, you know. You want to promote it. You want to get it on radio back then, right? So, mm-hmm. so, so therefore, you have a lot of tracks which were very radio friendly. Ah, right, right, right. Yeah. So that helps to promote the the whole concept mm. and, and, and the compilation further and bigger, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So that I, that makes sense, lah. Because if you listen to it, uh, yeah, a lot of you know really radio friendly tracks on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all very poppy, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think there were only a couple of heavy stuff like Global Chaos. Yeah, Global Chaos was one of them. And Stomping Ground. Other than that, I can't recall what else yeah. was very heavy on that one. Yeah. yeah, the rest of it was very, very pop. La. I mean, very pop, very pop. Pop rock. La, yeah, and very clean. clean that, yeah. that was the other thing I remember. <laughs> it's yeah. like, not, not clean, but I mean, like, Slick, you know, is that slick you, you, I mean, try, you, you try to put a yeah. sheen on, on all the all the all the yeah. things, but we make it very shiny and new kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into New School Rock Three then. Um, yeah. And my first surprise is the first track for Peace um, by a group called ESPN. So on the thing is labeled as E, capital E, small s, dash P. So is it SP or is it ESP, which is like, you know. <laughs> no idea, but, but I think basically my, I always remember them as ESP. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. what I thought too. But then this, I, I, yeah. I just realized so, it was yeah. stylized the other way. Yeah. Maybe they're from Singapore Poly. Yeah. But it was a, a brilliant opener. La. It's a brilliant yeah. opener. Yeah. yeah, and this is one of those songs also. Um, I kept thinking it, it was a lot heavier than I, re- than I remember it. But it's no, it's not. not that, it's not that I mean, heavy it, as I thought it, it was. It has, it's it's kind of like, 
I mean, to me, la, I mean, especially listening to it now, it sounds very much like uh, Rage, Rage Against the Machine. Yes, um, yes. has the kind of funk, yep. uh, funk, rap, metal, TV, yeah. Pop, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a very good, it's an excellent track, the first one for Peace. Uh, very radio-friendly and very mm-hmm. edgy. Because that's what, you know, that was what was popular back in 93, right? You needed mm. something metallic, edgy and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, it's uh, like I said, and it's, you know, it has a social message, so. Yeah, it's yeah. Great, that's, that's great, the thing, great right? opening yeah. track, yeah. Great opening yeah. track. Yeah. So it's very nice. That's, uh, and I, and I, and I, and I, I had forgotten how how good these guys sounded. Yeah, so in terms, it, their, it, in terms of their technical ability, like wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pity that you know after that you don't really hear from them anymore. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. I couldn't find any other like yeah, yeah there's nothing. There's outside nothing outside of it. Outside of this, yeah. this this album. So like even yeah. the second track into the fire. I mean, that's another very mm. uh, soulful. Right, so they, they had a very good balance between, right, it's like, you know, really very cross genre kind of thing. It was pop, it was soul, it was funk, but yeah. it was so. Right, metal, right, yeah, kind of sound. Yeah. So, you know, it had everything there, all the basic elements to be very successful to me, lah, when you hear it. Yeah, yeah especially right, in kind of arena. Yeah, especially at that time, right? Then it, in the end, it becomes a bit of a one hit wonder, lah, fortunately. Yeah, ESP um, blended all of the elements really yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in the first, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's, a great, it's a great one two punch. For peace, bit, and then, bit of a uh, shame that you don't, we don't have anything else after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, unfortunately, nah, that's that's. But uh, you know the the next the next band featured is uh, a group called Band of Slaves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was quite interesting because they are one of those bands that I mean, in in Singapore at that point in time. Um, the, the so-called okay, non non straightforward pop like radio pop and all that kind of stuff. Uh, very few bands were tackling things like uh, ska, reggae, you know the yeah. like roots roots genre music. And uh, Band of Slaves was one of them that actually kind of like picked up the mantle um, after a band like Ikta. Um, previously, they were like you know Singapore's like. I mean, no names to so did name. some reggae. Or yeah, right? but yeah, but I don't think they were they did that to the kind of extent as as these guys uh, because yeah. this, these guys actually it was like a bit like their signature sound. Right. And you you know you want that kind of vibe. Yeah. You, you call band yeah. and then. Rain I mean, the first track is okay, but uh, the second track is just, I don't know, very throwaway. Uh, yeah. Ch- changes, yeah, that is like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. I don't, I, think... know. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I listen to it again, I'm like, 
What? What is this track supposed to be? First track is quite clear cut. The all, all in all in my all coffee. In my yeah, coffee. Well, it's yeah, very, that's straightforward. Very, yeah, very very interesting. Uh, uh, we and, and that one that, that that's the one that reminds me of police. Yes, um, the early, yes, early very, very, very much so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Uh, um, <laughs> like reggae influenced <laughs> track. Um, yeah. So it's ironic because right much later, maybe maybe more than ten years later. When mm-hmm. the ska punk thing exploded in the US, right? Then we had a lot of these local bands, right? Like Baby's Auditions, I remember. So that's like uh-huh. maybe late noughties, two, eight, two, nine. Suddenly okay. you had this, all these groups, right? They'll be like 10 or 20, 10 to 11 on stage, right? With horns and everything. And they do all oh, the right, ska right, punk. Right, right, right. And they right, would, right. a lot of them, there they are female vocalists. Right. Right. <laughs> And there were quite a few of them you know, back then, I remember. It's like, wow, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so that's like, you come like, it's fun. It's as usual in like Singapore, we are a reflection of whatever's happening in the US and the UK. Right? And, and basically, you know, the reggae, ska stuff was very, very British, right? In mm, the yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah. 80s and 90s. 80s and all that, yeah. Right? And it didn't really translate to the US until mm. those guys, some of those guys made it ska punk lah. Yeah, so after a while, right. you know, how, how far can how far are you gonna yeah. go with this? You, you know, can't, I mean, unless you you're Jamaican, that, you unless you're Jamaican, then... I mean, but that's because that's because it's like in the woven in the fabric, it's the cultural fabric, it's that kind of music. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. For here, yeah. for Singapore, you know, I mean, let's face it, like, when it comes to pop music and stuff like that, we are always very influenced by UK and US primarily. You know, yes, yes, yes. Even, even the Chinese. The Chinese pop, like the Chinese indie and all that, it's also all all influenced by bands oh, yeah. from China and Taiwan, but they themselves were influenced by oh, yeah. um, UK, US indie oh, yeah. bands and stuff like that. So Man, Man, Mando pop is basically, I mean, all the Asian pop is basically Western pop, but so 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 like for Band of Slaves to come out with this kind of thing, it was actually quite an interesting thing because up to that point, like I said, you know, I think to to uh, to me. To me, I think only Ikta was the only band that was act- actively coming out and saying, "Yeah, we're gonna play this kind of style. We're gonna play this kind of play this kind of reggae stuff." Yeah, yeah. And then the only other band I can think of who actually went on to do this kind of vibe is uh, Bushman, I think. Yes, that's right. Right, Bushman. That the, but that was later, that, that, that was that was later, later, around this time. Uh, that's yeah. the one I was like, oh, "What's the name of that band?" Yeah, yeah, Bushman. Bushman. So band of Slaves was kind of like the in between. Yes. Post-Ikta, pre-Bushman era. Yes, yes, uh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, reggae is good fun. It's, you know, I mean, do an entire set of it is a bit weird. No, but, sure. I mean, you've got to mix it around, like like what, what police did, lah. Kind of yeah, 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 correct, correct, yeah. Yeah, so Ben of Saves, yeah, the, yeah, the other song wasn't, didn't really, like, pop out on my radar very much, or stay on my radar very much. Yeah, I, I mean, Band of Slaves, I mean, the, the other thing about Band of Slaves was, um, so after this recording, they, they did not release any other thing until a couple of years later with a 45, I mean, an EP called 45. Oh, um, okay. But that was, the reason for that was, um, because tragically, the, the singer, uh, mm. Ian Xavier, um, was killed. Was he related what, to, to Will Zip? 
Uh, uh, I'm not sure, no. man. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, because he was killed in what, what has been known as the Tornado Disco incident. This happened, I think, in somewhere in late or mid-92. Yeah, so he, uh, in Xavier, was, uh, one, was, he had gone to Tornado Disco um, to celebrate his friend's birthday, ostensibly. And then he, when he left the disco, the, the, the news report says that 11, 11 people um, or a bunch of assailants, uh, not, not 11 people, but a bunch of assailants came out and started uh, kicking and hitting him even though yeah. he was lying down on the ground and they just continued like, you know, pummeling him. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. So apparently that, apparently that there was some like, you know, staring incident, <laughs> staring incident, which is a thing. Yeah. You know, oh, people, yeah. people who don't know, it was like, yeah, you, just looking yeah. at somebody wrong could get you into trouble at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. So when they were leaving the thing, they came and then they started, you know, kicking and punching him. And uh, eventually, the, the police and all that, and the ambulance were called, but then he was uh, pronounced, you know, DOA la, when he went wow. into the SGH. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, I mean, they picked up 11 people um, and they were like pulled in for questioning and stuff like that la, after that. So, it's crazy. Yes. And, uh, what, a, what a dumb thing to do. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, you know, uh, it was it was one of those things where, and that that obviously made the band like stop in its tracks, mm-hmm. and they didn't really put anything or do anything else after that until uh, until they 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 kind of like reformed um, to to put out their forty five. The the EP mm-hmm. is called forty five, and it has like five tracks um, right. with a new with a new singer. Uh, on some of the tracks. Mm. So that was the only other thing that I could find out of them. Um, well, I, I do remember vaguely uh, there was a MPH Powerhouse gig which I played. Mm. And they played too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And that was in probably in 93. Yeah. 92, 93. Yeah. 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 I mean, I remember, seeing I, them, I, I remember seeing them at a substation. I think they had a different singer. Like, yeah. Oh okay. okay. Female singer, it seems. Yeah, the female singer was the, the she, yeah. she 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 stepped right, in for the yeah, after that. yeah. Correct, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it must have been uh, eighty three. Yeah. Um the next band that was uh, featured in this is it's actually a solo artist called Avant Garde and his two tracks are Everything and Touch You. It's basically electronic, right? Yeah, um, early, very, the early wave of electronica in Singapore. Uh, very nine-inch nails, depression mode. It's it's, it's okay, okay la. Yeah. yeah. To me, to me, this was a, a, a hit or miss situation. Yeah. Everything, the the track, everything was okay. I mean, I think it's you know it's good enough it, for the radio. It's good yeah, enough for the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 it kind of it kind of like makes a break, um, because I think I think at that point in time also like. A lot of times you think of the Singapore indie scene. A lot of times people just think of guitar heavy bands, mm-hmm. um, either doing all rock or like you know your hardcore and stuff like that. So having an electronica or electronic music artist is 
very very or synth pop lah. You know, yeah, yeah. Very, there were there were few. Unique, I mean, who right? is this guy? Uh? Do you do you know who is the guy? Not really, but there is a. I think yeah. I think I, I think I remember he had a demo cassette as well. Hmm. Just can't remember who it is. Yeah, yeah, neither can I. I mean, I'm looking at his picture. <laughs> I'm looking at his picture now, and I, and I, the 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 face doesn't come back. Mm. Um, let's but see. Again, lyrics uh, by huh? yeah. So he just, he just uses his moniker, uh, right. Avant Garde, and lyrics by somebody called Scream Hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's no so, help. <laughs> nope. That's no help. Yeah. Uh, okay, interesting. Engineered, engineered by Zach and Sia. Does that help? No, uh, not really. Probably not. So you know, like, you know, you know. That's the thing uh, about you know a lot of the early nineties, and, and you know, I mean, this is just common phrase any any era right is that you will have like somebody come up release one or two stuff and then just drop off from the face the earth totally mm, yeah, right? yeah, yeah it's a very 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 common thing yeah uh, right so if like if you listed all these guys it'd be like pretty long list actually actually yeah actually actually yeah <laughs> right all the bands are like release one thing and then disappeared or yeah, even yeah, yeah. You know, or been a, were around for five years and then as usual disappear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. tons and tons and tons, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just, just, just put, you know, even like just getting the two tracks out, and then sit now. You know, yeah, just, yeah, single, yeah. just do one single yeah, yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, and you know, for me personally, I feel that every every single one is valid, right? Because mm-hmm. especially in in in, in an unforgiving town like Singapore. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. To be able to do it, whatever lah. I mean, you know, everybody will have their pet hates and whatnot, or this pet fake, or whatever kind of poser, whatever. I don't care, mm. poser or no poser, right? Every one of them deserves some kind of recognition for having the balls to to make music, their own music, and put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. What, I agree. Whatever lah, whatever you want to say about intention or whatever kind. Yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. Correct. Because Singapore, right? Aside, nobody right, nobody yeah. is doing it for money or anything like that, right? Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> I think everybody kind of, you, I mean, that may have been the dream, but deep down, everybody knew that that was <laughs> yeah, never la. going to work, lah. You no know, la, no <laughs> Yeah, la. yeah. Come on, yes, right. Yeah. So you know that, that that I think sometimes because you know. The, 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 my pet peeve is always just people just dismissing Singapore music and Singapore bands just just because that's that's the thing to do. Oh, I see, I see. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, just like right. that's like people this uh, Singapore movies and films the same way. Mm. Right, mm. it's just like oh, it's Singapore ah crap, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, come right? good. It's nah. something, yeah, something that we've had to kind of face up to for a long, long time. Still. Mm. Still the same. I think, yeah, yeah. It hasn't really gone away though. No, I mean, never has. Yeah. At, I mean, it is the creative arts, so. Yeah. And, you know. So that that's like in that, our DNA, la, thanks to the 70s, like very much. Yeah, right? yeah. So it's very much, very hard, even though 70s, like 50 years already. Oh, yeah. Still, that's true, that's true. Oh my God. I just 50 years that. gone already, right? Now it's yeah. 90, now it's 23. 
2023. It's like 50 years from 1973, but still, yeah, man, this yeah. this wow. prejudice is still alive and kicking. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I guess you know that 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 aptly leads us to our next, our next band. Yes. <laughs> On the track. Silent, Silent sorrow. sorrow. Yes. Suffering in silence and how, how, pain, breeder. How I love this. I love these guys. Yeah. Isn't isn't it wasn't Pan in this band? Yeah. So this band uh, is uh, is Pan from Concave Scream. Hmm. Um, Dean Aziz, uh, brother of Ray. Oh, Dean Dean also is in this. Uh, yeah, he's, I, the so drummer. Bro- he's the So both brothers were on this <laughs> on this compilation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't realize that. Okay, well, so cool. Yeah. So yeah, so so the yeah, uh, this will be the first. Uh, the I think I I think maybe because of of these guys like Silent Sorrow and then later on um, we will get to Swirling Madness and all that, which is why I probably thought this album was a lot more hip, uh, a lot more heavy than. Oh, than it yeah, actually yeah, yeah. is because yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, wow. I did like I did like listening <laughs> to these guys. So it's like you know, oh yeah, because like all I really remember the first time round was just mm, okay. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll put that aside. I mean, I know uh, it's heavy. I, I, I need to yeah. get into the mood to listen to heavy stuff, right? Yeah. So it's not the kind of thing you can put in the background and just, okay, let it yeah. run. But uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, Suffering in Silence and Pain Breather, I think, yeah. you know, looking at it, these are like great examples of yep, yep. Um, local hardcore. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, not hardcore, la. I mean, to me, a bit it's not more, hardcore. De- def, more death. Oh, yeah, more. more death, la. okay. La. Death, you know, yeah. growl, got growling. Growling and, death, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you it, know, you got you to got think, put it in a context that within, uh, you know, 15 years, right, after this, mm-hmm. right, because Babies only started in the 2000s, yep. right? By yep. the time you get to mid-noughties and all that, like, there are so many of these kinds of events. Mm, yes, right, yes, all trying yes. out for babies, right? And you can't deny the influence of, of, of people like you know, yeah, showing yeah. madness and all that, yeah, Sansor, or, yeah, and 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 Sansor, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 But I always found, yeah. to me, okay, my, my, my beef with a lot of the local heavy stuff that came out at that point in time was yeah. the production and the mix. And, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, they always had what, what I, I can't remember who was it. Uh. Somebody, I, remember, I can't remember who it was, it came out with a term called mosquito guitar, which is the fuzz, the distortion, your, your, your boss DS1 pedal, the distortion, the drive would be turned up so high that all you hear is the buzz and yeah, yeah. Road, right? And, didn't, and didn't, they, didn't they have a didn't they have a specific box for that metal core or something? Metal fuzz, uh? is it metal fuzz? There was there was some. There's, one, there's one, one called distor- metalizer. There's uh. one called the metalizer. <laughs> <laughs> there was one called fuzz metal. <laughs> there was one called <laughs> and then there's the DS the DS series, which is your standard distortion, super distortion, and all that kind of stuff. Oh my god! All those pedals. Yeah, I love it. Uh. Remember, <laughs> the remember you see all those pedals, <laughs> see the names of the pedals there, classic. 
I have metal one. zone. Metal zone, yeah, metal zone, yeah. That's, that's right. the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly yeah. came out in my in my in my mind. Metal yeah. zone. That's the famous, popular one, man. Oh, they will have it. <laughs> yep. And I have one called uh from Ibanez, uh, called Trash Metal. Uh, I have no idea why I never played Trash. And and, and and that was the tell, right? You see a band come up for audition, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You see a band come out audition, all the guitars are Ibanez, say, oh, this one deaf man. Yeah. <laughs> Ibanez or the ESP type guitar. You know those, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. those that look like that? The, or, or Kramer? Or, is it yeah, Kramer yeah. or Hamer? One of those. Uh, yeah. Kramer. Uh, Hamer. Well, Ibanez lah. Ibanez Yeah, la. mostly Ibanez, just the Ibanez. Ibanez went the from... RG uh, series. Yeah. A, fed, a Fender knockoff to... Yeah. <laughs> to like the progenitor. To the, the, the signature <laughs> guitar for metal. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, classic man. Hey there, producer Chris here. That's where we're going to leave it for now because once again, Kevin and I went just a bit long on this episode. But, uh, you know, fret not, uh, part two will be coming real soon, I promise. In the meantime, don't forget to tell your friends all about the Land Lady Rock and uh, get them to support the podcast, um, you know, in whichever way, like share, like, subscribe, you know, uh, leave a review where, where you can, or even give us a donation if you like. Uh, all, the, all the stuff is on the show notes. Uh, until then, keep the Lion City rocking. Bye.